Hello and welcome back to a Live Texera production. It is episode 267 and today this message is specifically for my 20s and 30 year olds. Yes, it's for teens. Yes, it, it's for people in their 40s, 50s, etc. But this is specifically a reminder for people in their 20 somethings. I know that you guys feel it. I feel it that you're supposed to have everything figured out. But Today we are going to talk about challenges and triumphs and really the, the process of overcoming, the process of being in your 20s and 30s and figuring it out. Trust me, I am 100% with you. So the title of this podcast is something along the lines of you're not broken, you're just cracked. And this is a podcast about how to come back stronger. So this could be in your life, this could be in your love life, this could be in your finances, this could be in your career, this could be in any and all areas. So like I said, we are in our 20s and 30s. We are meant to be figuring it out. Like actively figuring it out. It's not necessarily a state in our lives where we have to have everything perfectly figured out. This is the process of life. And I know that it can be extremely frustrating. I am literally, like I said, in that boat with you, babe. But this is a process. This is a stage. This is a season of life that we will get through. And not only will you get through it, you'll, you'll be stronger because of it. We will be breaking down and rebuilding multiple times in our lives. And this is one of those times. And I want to be that voice of reason and that reminder that our strength is not measured by easy seasons. Our strength is measured by our grace and our perseverance through the harshest, most unbearable, most devastating, heartbreaking, and challenging seasons. That is where our strength is measured not measured, measured. Anyhow, I don't know about you guys, but I absolutely pride myself on my strength and my perseverance. And these are four things that I've recently done in my life to get out of a hard season. And also these are things that I've kind of compiled from a lifetime of facing and battling and challenging and overcoming those hard seasons. Now, number one is always be grateful. Be grateful for the very little things that you do have in life because they are indeed the big things. The relationships, the friendships, I always, always, always go back to my health. I think it's because I grew up with a very sick mom and I knew what that looked like in practicality. I saw how challenging things in life were even more challenging when you're dealing with health issues. So, Whatever it is that you have in your life, whatever little things that you have, maybe it's a significant other, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a family member, maybe it's a dog, maybe it's literally, like I said, your health, your mental health, your physical health. There is always something to be grateful of and there's always something that you wish you had. Like at any point in your life, you can look back and say, wow, this is something I really wanted at one point in my life. Whether that was you at five years old, whether that was 15 years old, whether it was 25 years old, there is something that you have now that you've worked towards and worked on and have accumulated over time. There is always something to be grateful for. Number two, do not, under any circumstances, compare your success or lack thereof, once again, in certain areas, in whatever areas you're going through this tough season, do not compare your success or lack thereof to others. 
It is a you versus you game. And the sooner that you get in your lane and focus on getting 1% better every day, the more you will see the rewards and the payoff in your life. I truly believe that you only win at this game of life if you beat you. Now, that's very difficult. And the hardest part about that is only only you are going to know if you are playing this game versus yourself. Only you are going to know the effort that you put in. Only you are going to know the commitments that you've made to your process, to getting better, to your goals. Um, I genuinely believe that beating others means nothing. Beating yourself means everything. And comparing yourself to others is a waste of time and energy. Use that time and energy to invest in you. Number three, acknowledge your growth. Now, this is one that this is one that I struggle with because of the second part to it that I'm going to bring up. So if you want to grow, if you want to get out of a tough season, you have to acknowledge your growth while also acknowledging your mistakes. Now, please do yourself a favor. Give yourself a pat on the back for the things that you have done, for the things that you have accomplished, for the things that you have overcome, genuinely for how far you've come from where you used to be. But also acknowledge all of the things that maybe you made mistakes with, maybe you regret, maybe you are ashamed of. These are things that not only do you have to acknowledge, but also forgive. So guilt and shame and beating yourself up genuinely serve no purpose in your future. It's very important to identify the things that you did wrong, so to speak, the things that you messed up on, the mistakes in life. Also understand that, you know, maybe I always have this idea that if you knew better, you'd do better. So looking back on past mistakes, maybe you didn't know what you know now. Maybe you didn't know then what you know today that allows you to look at things differently. Be grateful for that perspective. Um, But especially if you lean that way towards beating yourself up, it's important to acknowledge your mistakes, but it's also important to move on. Acknowledge it and learn from it and feel the pain and the weight and the gravity of mistakes and poor decisions. But also if you want to move on and be better in the future because of it, it's something that you have to let go. So acknowledge your growth, acknowledge your mistakes, but allow yourself to move on. Number four, remember, this one's my favorite. I have done this on multiple podcasts. Um, Remember that no one is coming to save you. Nobody is ever going to teach you how to do it. Nobody's ever going to ask you the, the deep, dark questions that you need to answer within your own life. No one will ever do the work, whatever the work looks like for you. So whether this is like deeply emotional work, whether it's spiritual work, whether it's like tangible physical work, things that you have to do in order to accomplish your goals, nobody will ever do it for you. Nobody's going to be there when you're lacking motivation. I think a very good way to look at goals in life is that you are not deserving of a specific goal unless you put in the work for it. And yes, there will be lulls in life. There will be lulls in your business and in your career. But the way in which you pick yourself up from your bootstraps will be the deciding factor. That will determine how successful or unsuccessful you become. The lulls will be there, but how you deal with it says everything. Now, for the more tangible ways and activities that we can 
start this comeback process is once again by a journaling workbook style prompt. I believe in this. I think that it's like the co like closest thing that you can do to like a coaching session where you're getting your ideas and your process out on paper. So I was going to say take out a piece of paper, but I did briefly, quickly just draft up a quick little um, like what is it called? Like a PDF, something that you guys can download and it's like basic and simple. So if you can't do that, if you don't have a printer, this is so there's no excuses. I made it super, super simple and something that you can copy on any piece of paper. Uh, we're going to talk about assessment, goals, and commitment. So in the first column, I have three things listed here. If you guys have more things in your life that you want to focus on, print out two of these, do two pages of this. If you have three specific things, do that. So first off, we're going to make a list of all of the things that you don't like in your life. Now the bottom is like, this is like the number one thing. This is the number one thing that I don't like in my life. And this is what I want. So firstly, in the first column, write out the list of things that you don't like in your life. I want you guys to be specific. I want you to be detailed. I want you to think about these things before you write them down. I don't want this to be like, a brain dump. There's a good amount of lines, but make that very specific about what you don't like in that area. As you're figuring out some of these, okay, you know, I, I don't like this area of my life. I don't like that area. Start recognizing some of your wishes and your dreams and really your why. Knowing your why is so important. And this is something I do extensively with my clients is figuring out their why because that helps propel them into the future, whatever that future looks like for them. Um, I say be descriptive because it's absolutely necessary in assessing where you are. Where are you in this current area of your life and why are you not happier here? What is the thing that irritates you most about this area of your life. Now, I want you to draw an arrow from one side of the paper all the way to the other side of the paper. And on the other side of the paper, I want you to write out what you want. What does an ideal area of life look like for you? And this can be in your work, in your business, your career. This can be in your health and wellness. This can be in your relationships. Literally, this is a free-for-all podcast. Anything that you're struggling in, in your 20s and your 30s, and you're looking to overcome. Now, these goals can be something that you want to achieve in a year. It can be something that you want to achieve in five years. It could even be 10 years if you want to get really crazy. But nonetheless, these are things that you desire. These are things that you want. These are outcomes that you would be super excited about. So on the left-hand side, you have three things that you do not like in your life. Things that are not working, things that you're not happy with, things that piss you off in a sense. On the right-hand side, you have three different things that you want. So say you're not happy with your health or your wellness. This is, the, this is what would make you happy. This is what would make you satisfied. This is what, this is what should be the case, but isn't because of prior decisions, right? So we have those two columns. Now what I want you to do, and if you see the actual document, you'll see what I'm talking about. In between those things, there's a little one and a little two. I want you guys to write down the action steps. Now this is not like the staged action steps, like, oh, in a month I'll do this, in two months I'll be here. It's none of those things. 
I want you guys to write down the commitments. What are the commitments that you will be making in order to achieve X? So let me give you a couple examples. So say it's a sales goal. Say you're in sales. If you have a monetary or status impact goal, it really doesn't matter what the goal is. What are the action steps that you are going to commit to? For example, this would be outreaches, having a number of outreaches you will meet each day and or each week. If you have a health and wellness goal, maybe that's going to look like going to the gym every single day, Monday through Friday. Maybe that's going to be something to do with water, something to do with diet, something to do with waking up, going to bed, whatever that looks like. But what is the action step that's going to get you there? Now, these are not action steps that are fluffy. These are action steps and commitments that if you do this, these outcomes will be met. For another example, if you're somebody that's hosting a podcast, right? It's easy because we're literally doing this. That is every single week on this day, on this time, on this day, we will release an episode. So there's so many other things that kind of go in play to that in the background, right? Like you're going to have to record it and edit it and do all of the other things. Yes, that doesn't need to go on this list. This list is what is the commitment that is going to ensure this outcome every single time. So for me, if I want my podcast to be successful, what do I have to do at the end of the day? Everything matters, but not everything matters equally. So for me, that means every single week I need to launch an episode. That is what would go on my list. And like I said, feel free to fill this out with any goals, any struggles, any areas that you have in your life that you want to improve on. This was definitely geared towards the 20 and 30 year olds who are really just figuring it out and taking it day by day and taking one step ahead each day to be that 1% better. It is definitely applicable for everyone, but I do feel like this has been just a common theme amongst this age group. And something that I could at least give you guys is just this idea that you are not broken, you are literally just cracked, and that is part of the process. There will be so many challenges in life and so many triumphs, and part of life is overcoming those things and keeping a positive and grateful mindset for it during that. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and enjoyed the activity, especially if you did get to print it out and do it. Feel free to send me a picture. I would love to see what you guys did. Thank you for listening once again and being back with me on this journey of a Live Tech Sarah production. So I will talk to you soon. Bye.